Greetings and welcome to Coach Jan the Goddess Speaks Podcast. Thank you all for coming to my platform. I created this to share my experiences as a woman, as a fitness trainer, a mother, a college student, and so much more. I wanted to utilize this for others to become better and to make those changes in their lives that will benefit the quality of their life. I want people to feel better and take control of their lives too, so they can take care of themselves and take care of other people. That's going to depend on them. So I'm here to give back because of my life experiences and the people that I cross paths with that made me a better person. So we're going to be talking about a lot of topics ranging from spirituality, physical fitness, health and wellness, parenting, some personal professional development, you name it. Um, Share this podcast. I can be heard on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, and so many different um, other platforms that I'll post for you all. So share with somebody that can benefit um, from some words of wisdom and to inspire them to action. So thank you all for tuning in and witnessing with your ears and your heart. And so today I'm doing part one of my mental health aspect before the physical health. When it comes to physical training, you know, and exercising, It is very good for your body, but did you know that it can also boost your mood, improve your sleep, and help you deal with depression, anxiety, stress, and more? Now, before I dive deeper into this, this can trigger some emotions. So no, I'm not here to diagnose, treat, or cure any type of mental health illness. So I recommend that you do talk to a professional when it comes to these things. But I just wanna touch on some of these common barriers that we deal with you know, before we start getting into some type of physical activity regimen, especially when it comes to the fitness side of things. So as a fit, as a fitness trainer, I really take this to heart and I, I hold this dear to me because I really feel that the mental health aspect of starting programs and, and getting into a new wave of life is very, very, very important. Now, when it comes to the mental health, you know, we talked about these benefits of exercise and how it can really help you. Well, let's go ahead and talk about why it's important. And so when it comes to it, you don't got to suffer to get results. You know, you can even do moderate levels of exercise to even start out, starting out with the walk, you know, taking some of those breaths, meditating and, you know, certain things that you can start before actually getting into a full on physical fitness regimen. And so let's touch on the mental health aspect, because again, you don't need to suffer to get results. So when we need to overcome obstacles to exercise, like even when you know exercise will make you feel better, like taking a first step is just easier said than done. A lot of these obstacles are very real. And I can tell you all from experience, it took me a while to want to get better. It took some things that I had to work through so I can stick to my plan and to stick with my program. So when you're struggling with a mental health issue, this is where these obstacles can be very real. And we need to address these before committing to these plans out here. And I witnessed people buying plans that cost them thousands of dollars, you know, these gym memberships and so much money going into somebody else's pocket. And you are the one stuck. You're the one stuck there to have to do the work. You're accountable for yourself. You're responsible for the work you're going to do. Your trainer and your coach or that gym is just there as a tool to help you. And so this is what we want to talk about that mental health aspect. 
So the first thing I like to talk about when it comes to dieting, some people do not like that word dieting. And as I'm discussing these things, I want you to write down some of these things that you may be having an issue with that needs some addressing. And diet, that word, it strikes a nerve with a lot of people. And so I like to talk about the emotional eater, you know. If you're going to start a fitness program, we know that your diet is going to go along with it. And when it comes to emotional eating, some people eat to suppress their anger. They have fear. They have boredom going on, sadness, loneliness. And then with emotional eating, it can disrupt your weight loss efforts. And so when it comes to a strict diet plan, you can't commit to a strict diet plan if you are an emotional eater. I'm not saying that you can't move away from it. But that's something that you will have to take into consideration. You got to be honest about it, upfront about it when you're going over your diet and plan and stuff to ensure that this is also being known. Because again, you have weight loss efforts, you have fitness goals. It's going to affect the physical side of things. When it comes to emotional eating, one thing I adopted as a fitness trainer is that I love the flexible dieting method with my clients. So flexible dieting is there. I give them their numbers. I can even do a meal plan, but I don't restrict them. And so the ultimate goal is for them to start learning their nutrient dense foods versus the foods that's not giving them nutrition. They eat what they want as long as they stay within those numbers that I prescribe to them. But after a while, that person starts to realize that, man, you know what? I, I can't eat this gummy bear pack right now and it's like 34 grams of carb that I just took away from 150 grams I'm allotted for today and they realize they're really not getting any nutrients from it that starts to change over the course of the weeks and I start to see the change in them they're going from those gummy bears to an apple or even half a pack you know whatever it is it's there to start teaching you on how to make your food work for you and I like flexible dieting because I don't want to completely cut things out of people's diet. We want to do this thing gradually. So emotional eating. If you are an emotional eater, you need to capture that as something that you need to work on. The next thing is when you are exhausted. I mean, tired. When you're tired, that can also go into depression. If you're stressed out, you know, if it seems that you work out and it makes it worse, we want to make sure that if we are feeling that way that we don't tax our body because when it comes to being exhausted and then you're working out you are stressing your body not only are you stressed your body is also stressed so with it i mean physical activity can be a powerful energizer it can help you i can give you some energy and everything but also it reduces your fatigue it can increase those levels of energy but if you're feeling really tired give yourself time don't force yourself to work out you need rest once you get moving again of course you'll be able to go again for a longer time because your body is now rested that's something i am so big on and i used to do that and i felt that i had to get it in i needed to work out you know but i was really tired my body could not perform at its highest peak because I was exhausted and then I exhausted my body. So feeling exhausted can be another obstacle, something that we deal with, especially depending on your job. That goes into feeling overwhelmed. 
when you are stressed, when you're depressed, the thought of adding another obligation to your business schedule, oh my God, that can seem, it's overwhelming, you know, and trying to work out, that's one thing I, I notice about individuals when it comes to their schedule, their time management, you know, their personal life, what type of occupation that they're in, what is the daily life like for you? If you're feeling overwhelmed already with things that you have going on, what are some things that you can do to get those things in line? I know for myself, you know, I said wing things. I used to just go off the whim of things and knock out stuff as I could, but I never tracked it. And so I said, wonder, where did my time go? How do I fit this in? Especially being a mother, you know, fitting in the schedule for the kids. And I had to realize that I needed to schedule my workouts during a time in which I'm least distracted. And believe it or not, and people laugh at me about this, I get up around 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. and I work out. I have to, it doesn't matter if it's 30 minutes, it doesn't matter if it's 15 minutes. I make sure I get it in before I leave for the day to set my day because I never know how I'm gonna be feeling once I get off work because some days I'm just really, really, really tired. And sometimes I'm overwhelmed because I have so many other responsibilities. And so when you think about physical activity as a priority, this is a necessity for your mental health well-being. So with that, you got to find ways to fit those small amounts of exercise into the busiest schedule. I remember at work, I would sometimes just drop down and do some push-ups and I would have a squat challenge, you know, with my coworkers. And I just take a walk every now and again. If I had stairs in the building, I would go walk the stairs and then come back down. Five minutes, I'm done. I have some type of activity in. I also now adopted me having a planner. The planner helps me set out my day so I don't feel so overwhelmed. I can actually look at my schedule and see what I got forecast within the next day, within the next week, and the next month. And how can I fit that in as a goal to make sure that I do my exercise every single day? And another thing, when it came to me feeling overwhelmed, you know, um, it can also lead to anxiety too. So I started with Mind Your Energy. This is a very good business owned by Shakti. She's a very, very, very good Reiki practitioner. She specializes in meditation. She also helped me when it came to me taking my breaths, you know, making sure that I journal, you know, aligning my chakras. So that goes into my spirituality side of things. And with Mind Your Energy, I promise you, it changed my life for the best. And she's on Instagram at Mind Your Energy. And with her, we would do our virtual sessions. You know, I was like, I would sit there and I would just just meditate. I would get up and I'm like, okay, I got 10 minutes to spare. Let me get some meditation in. She talks about breathing. And so I started learning how my breathing affected me. And so I start practicing that. I start practicing my mindfulness and my meditation music and feeling good. And that also helped me to alleviate, um, alleviate a lot of the stress and things that I was feeling when I was feeling overwhelmed. Now, the next one that you want to pay attention to is feeling hopeless. You know, if you never exercised before, um, you can still find ways to still get active, but you want to start slow and easy. If you're feeling hopeless, it's easy for you to give up, you know, and it's easy for you to start feeling bad about yourself. 
And I'm going to tell you this. We are our own worst critic. If you feel that you're easily judged by yourself, you have high standards, high expectations for yourself. You're constantly judging yourself on every single thing you do, second guessing. It's time to try a new way of thinking about your body. And this comes into body positivity. You know, no matter what your weight is, your age, your fitness level, you know, it's a lot of people out there in the same boat. And so when it comes to me, I was 65 pounds heavier than where I am right now a couple of years ago before I got into my physical fitness. And so I was like, man, I start feeling hopeless when that doctor told me that I was pre-diabetic and I had pre-hypertension. And every time I went to an appointment, I'm always on edge to figure out what my what my blood pressure is today and, and anxiety while that cuff is on my arm. And, you know, I beat myself up so bad and I just feel bad about myself and I didn't do anything. And I was like, I got to change that thought, you know. The smallest fitness goals can help you gain somebody confidence. I started doing a lot of other things that gave me some self-love. And that's why if you ever seen some of my platforms on Instagram at Jan Bodies Transformation with the number four in between that transformation. You know, I do a lot of dancing. I do a lot of self-love work. I like to dress up. I like to feel good about myself. I like to celebrate myself. I admire myself because that gives me a different way of thinking that there is hope in life. You don't have to feel hopeless. So feeling hopeless, if you feel that way, this is something that you must address when it comes to your physical fitness. And the last thing too I want to talk about is feeling pain. If you have like severe weight problem, you know, you have other ailments such as arthritis, you had an injury, something that limits your mobility. If you have a disability, you know, that could be another factor in which you may not commit fully to a physical training program. So don't ignore the pain. Don't try to into a plan before talking to a physician i promise you need to do that first because you don't want to further injure yourself and for me as a fitness trainer and a coach i always like to address that first that goes into safety issues we want to make sure that you get the goals and the results that you need or that you want but in the meantime we want to make sure that we're taking care of your health and your your welfare of you of your body taking care of your body and so you want to start out slow if your doctor have already recommended certain exercises for you go ahead and do them you know do them in very small or shorter um, increments but you can still do something you know there's other things to do too when it comes to people that have joint pain and you know they they have a lot of weight maybe on them there's, if you have a pool indoor pool during the winter months you have indoor pool um, some people are able to cycle. Some people can do elliptical. But if you're feeling pain, you want to address that before committing to a physical fitness plan. Now, why am I addressing all of these things when it comes to the mental health aspect is because I know from my experiences on how I had to deal with those things. And it wasn't it wasn't even before my physical fitness plan. I mean, my mind was there to know that I wanted to make a change in my overall diet and to become better in my fitness. But I knew I start learning a lot more about my mental health as I start working out. 
When I started working out, my mental health got a whole lot better. And because I had just had a baby, you know, postpartum depression is really real. And so you got to address that too, because that's a whole new stressor in life. That's a whole new responsibility. You got to take care of this human being, this little person, and make sure that they're good to go and their well-being is good while still trying to take care of yourself. And by the way, if you have other children, that's a whole nother stressor within itself. And so what I did, I start doing mindfulness. I start meditating more. I start getting out into nature. I start setting aside time for myself to be able to work out and go to the gym. I included my children in my workout. So that that made me happy. When I was able to include my babies in my workout, it made them happy. They had fun with me and we still spent time together. So if you have a family, you have children, don't let that be the excuse either. But when it comes to our mental health, this is something that we want to address before we commit to a full on workout, physical fitness plan. As I stated in the beginning, I have heard and I've seen people that pay so much money for these things, but yet they can't commit because there's other underlying issues that need to be taken care of before committing to a full on plan like that. So there's some things I want y'all to do. I want you to jot down these things. Again, I'm going to run through it. These are some things you want to think about before starting into a full on physical fitness plan. Am I an emotional eater? Do I eat out of emotion? Can I control my eating? If not, then we need to address that. You know, are you constantly feeling exhausted? Are you constantly tired? Do you suffer from depression, stress? Then this is where we want to address that first as well. Although, like I said, there are the benefits to exercising, but you don't want it to go the opposite way because you are feeling more exhausted or you're adding more stress and you're becoming depressed and tired because of physical fitness and the requirement is going to require from you. Are you feeling overwhelmed? You know, what is your current life like? Can you align things where you can fit in your physical fitness into your schedule? without making any excuses for it. Now it's okay to take a break, have your rest days, but when it comes to feeling overwhelmed and you have so many things, you can't pay attention to all things. Something's gonna suffer. What do I have going on right now? Do I have childcare issues? Is my work schedule, am I on swing shift? Do I have so many other obligations elsewhere? Am I responsible for other stuff? Can I let something go for right now? You want to prioritize. So for me, at for a while, I had so much going on and I had work. I had my children's stuff. I had a lot of things with me. By the way, I was dealing with things with my mother before she passed. It was so much stuff. I was doing a lot. And then I was trying to focus on building my business as a physical trainer and a coach. And... I had to prioritize at one point because I started to see things start lacking and I had to let go of building my physical training plan and I had to learn how to say no and it's okay to learn to say no. Your no is the best thing for you sometimes. Don't take on so much that you can't really bear and take care of, you know, so it's okay to say no. It is okay. And then are you feeling hopeless? 
how do you feel about yourself? How do you view you? How do you come off right now? You know, how do you judge yourself? Do you judge yourself harshly? Do you feel bad about yourself? Do you feel like you're your own worst critic? You know, do you think negative all the time about yourself? Are you able to take compliments without having to make an excuse of no, you know, not accepting compliments? You want to think about that. Write that down. Do I feel bad about myself? Also, the last thing too, do I feel pain when I work out? Do I have a disability or some physically wrong with me? Maybe I have surgery. Maybe I'm having pain that I've been ignoring. Is something going on with me that may trigger something else in my body if I commit to this physical training plan? These are some things to think about when it comes to your physical training plan. Because although that last part about feeling pain, it's a real thing because you don't want to feel discomfort. And when you start feeling discomfort and you're starting to feel more pain, you're not able to do the exercises, then you start to feel bad. It leads back up to the chain of things that I just talked about. We want to address these things. So as a fitness trainer and a coach, I care a lot about my clients' uh, wellness their well-being, you know, their mental state of things. And there's a difference between being a fitness trainer and coaching someone, you know, just like there's a difference between a manager and someone who actually lead a leader. So with that, you can easily get plans and stuff, but we want to attack the mental health things of it. Write it down. Think of how you can change that. If you can't change it, guess what? Like I told you all, you can go to a physician. I'm not here to treat, diagnose, or cure anything. I do recommend therapy. Sometimes counseling is the best. Preventative measures. Don't be afraid of therapy. This is where the courage come in at because therapy is really, really good. It's really helpful. I do it. I do therapy. And it's very good for me because that's my platform to get things out and to view something in another light from someone else that can help me. This is why I can stay on my physical training path because I take care of me and I take care of my mental first and I know my limits now. And so I have my therapist and then I have my awesome um, coach, you know, a spiritual teacher at Mind Your Energy and her services are so awesome and I've benefited a lot from her services. Again, just by learning how to breathe, how to take time, how to meditate, I started learning how to align my chakras and basically with chakras, you know, that's pretty much how our body is made up into the spiritual realm. And if you check out her, her, um, her Instagram at Mind Your Energy, her website, it talks about a lot of that and, you know, being mindful of your energy. And I love it because it has helped me a lot. And I try to journal my life and I don't like to write. So guess what I do? I do podcasts. And so that was something that I, I took from Mind Your Energy with Shakti and making sure that I stay on path of thinking positive and taking those negative events and turning them into something positive. And so that helps me stick with my physical training plans. Addressing the mental health aspect before committing to the physical training part. I hope you all got something from this part one of addressing the mental health. Write down those things. Take some time. If you have time tonight or whenever you get time, 
write down some of those things that you feel may be obstacles or may hinder you from committing. And then after you write them down, think of ways of how you can actually combat those things. If you don't know, then guess what? You got support. You can reach out. You can follow me on Instagram at JanBodyTrans4, the number four, and then Nation Transformation. I also have Mind and Matter Warrior Fitness on Instagram and Facebook. From there, I'm usually answering DMs. I'm also going to be providing some other services pretty soon when it comes to physical fitness and, you know, our overall health and wellness within our well-being. But write those things down. Reach out if you have a provider, if you have a therapist. Take those things and talk about them before committing to physical fitness. When you're ready, get you a plan. How do I feel good about myself? How do I like making myself happy. What do I like to do? For me, if I know that, man, I'm feeling kind of crappy today, you know, I need an uplifter. I love music. So I like to get some music on and I get to dancing, you know, and I spread some good energy for myself. I love on me. I go for a walk in nature. I like to listen to music. I listen to podcasts. I listen to anything that's dealing with some type of self-development to help me. That's what I do. And that makes me feel better. It makes me want to get up and go out and do something. And I do it. So address those things. Write it down. Find the ways how you're going to do this. You know, if you're an emotional eater, because I talked about that in the beginning, be up, up front and honest about it. What causes me to eat? out of emotion can I track it am I eating because I'm just bored you know I'm just sitting here am I really tracking what I eat there's a lot of apps out there to track and monitor how you're eating there's ways to overcome it but you first got to get to the root of it when it comes to it why do I do it and when do I do it that goes into tracking and that's taking some accountability and responsibility for yourself I appreciate you all listening and witnessing with your ears and your heart on my platform today with Coach Jan, the Goddess Speaks. Stay tuned for more podcasts on physical fitness and mental health aspect. This is the first part of it. I'm going to come back with part two on committing to that physical training side of things and how that physical training side of things can start to enhance that mental health. Because you start to feel better about yourself. When you start to look good on the outside, your insides start to feel good. And when you feel good on the inside, your outside starts to reflect it. But you want to address those things first before committing to a plan. Start out small. You ain't got to go all in and go all out. Start small. Start where you are. Build upon that foundation. Have your goals. Have a roadmap for them goals reach out for support, reach out for help. And again, I'm here for you all. I'm going to be providing this platform for you all to listen to me. And again, you can find my platforms on Spotify, have Anchor, if you have podcasts on Apple, uh, Google Play, I have Copy RSS, Breaker, and other platforms. Thank you all.